0: Oh yeah,
1: you're listening to the sultry tones of the Bread Club. <laughs> oh,
2: what am I doing? I what is going movie. on?
1: <laughs> oh, I some... got rid of my background. I'm a disaster. This is right. some sensual stuff. This is not very Bread Clubby wrestling-related yeah. music.
2: No, uh, you know what? Uh, Night Driving is the track, and it was above rock, and I meant is to hit this...
1: the rock one. What you listen to when you're making love whilst eating bread? I feel like this, this one's, one's a really bit uh, yeah. Well,
2: I, know. I thought I had it. I thought I had a theme song for us, but then apparently it got a copyright strike. So Fightful Overbook didn't put it in the episode, but I pulled it from a website that was like, "This is free content that you can use wherever you like." And I was like,
1: "YouTube said fuck right. you. fuck the bird club. We're too big. They can't bring us down.
2: No, nothing can bring us down. Fightful Overbook is just like uh, it's a platform for us. It's our
1: jumping off spot. We're gonna." Uh huh.
2: We're taking this to new heights
1: absolutely uh speaking of new heights it's the most wonderful time of the year to be a new japan fan baby um (sighs) wrestle kingdom is on the cusp but this is not a wrestle kingdom episode we've got special plans for our wrestle kingdom preview we're going to dedicate a whole episode to it we're going to have a couple of special guest appearances from new japan people um this is our world tag league super junior tag league rest in peace suzuki-gun episode
2: uh, so hard, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah, oh. This is the Bread Club too. If you're not familiar with the brand, oh Nelly's here. Hi Nelly, what are you doing? Hey, All right, you can get that. Not the Bread Club until here. No. No. no bread for you. You don't look at her. She's giant. She doesn't need any more bread. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nelly. Uh, this is the Bread Club. Lucky number thirteen. Damn, we're making it. We're getting there. We're getting up. By the way, I'm Matt from the Shining Wizards. That's Kieran from Wrestle Inn and Noob Japan.
1: Nelly. This is not the time. And this is Nelly from Matt's house. Come
2: on, man. Stop. The one cat that's not named after the new a uh, uh, New Japan yeah. legend, Nelly, has to be here. Muda is downstairs, and he is an ornery old man. But this is the Bright Club. Lucky number 13 is our episode. Uh, we're on Fightful, Fightful Overbooked, over on the YouTube. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Kieran, it's been it's bad enough it's the holiday season right so everyone's stressing about the holidays yeah right you're excited for christmas you're excited to see the family you're excited to to see all your loved ones but you're also excited because as you said man i was watching that finals and they were like three weeks till till wrestle kingdom 17 and i was like holy shit
1: christmas is like a week and a half after for new japan fans like you got December 25th is cool if you celebrate Christmas. You know, it's not too bad. But then January 4th comes around and, you know, oh, Tanahashi Claus comes down your chimney. He loads up New Japan World for you and you're, and you're set.
2: Does Tanahashi Claus wear the hat or does he put it on top of his dumb hair?
1: No, he, he has the hat on, but that is it. Like he's got, you know, the body out and everything because it's Tanahashi. It's literally just the hat. It's quite unnerving.
2: The body is something to behold of because he is an older fella. Let me tell you, though, World Tag League Finals on the 14th, his hair was fucking awful.
1: I don't remember his hair.
2: I don't know why I have this thing with wrestler's hair, but his hair bothers me. It's something, maybe
1: it's something deep in inside you, Matt. Like, I wish I could grow, like... Maybe I you wish I had have, like a, lion, like, a lion mane. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I think I would look awful. <laughs>
1: We're gonna to have to test this theory one day.
2: Like I would think, I think I would look like Chase Owens' long lost cousin. Like if I grew my hair long, yeah, we, don't, we
1: we don't have to test theory anymore. No one, no one needs that visual. Right?
2: Terrible, terrible. I would look atrocious.
1: But yeah, we uh we left two weeks ago. Back again, uh, Super Junior Tag League and Wild Tag League. We're getting closer to rounding up. Um, we left it. We think at night eight, we was doing a little uh, math before the show. So there was only a few nights left before the finals. Um, but. Man, what a tournament. Like it but it was a slog like we said. You really had to stick in there. You got some diamonds in the rough. Um but the final night was great. Uh people um will certainly have opinions on Aussie Open losing to Bishamon. Uh but the story was there. It makes sense. Um and I'm over the moon that uh, Leo Rush and Yo uh won the Super Junior tag league as well. Um Wrestle Kingdom full card is out there. Uh it's going to be a huge one.
2: No, no doubt, it's going to be huge, and and you're absolutely right. the The tournament was a slog, but once you get down to those those final two nights not the finals, but like the last two nights where it's all or nothing for a lot of these matchups. Like, man, it is. There, there's, you know, it's like the last couple of nights of the G One. There's nothing more exciting, and we've been talking about the Super Tag, the Super Junior Tag League, and World Tag League for like a month now. Mm-hmm. Uh very surprised with the, the result for the World Tag League. Not disappointed, just surprised. And there's a couple reasons why. Because A, I think Aussie Open was the perfect team to take the titles from FDR. Um, and I would not be disappointed if it was uh Bishiman. Because I I just we've talked about it at Nauseum. The FTR New Japan IWGP tag title run has been one of the most disappointing things of 2022. FTR has tore it down. I don't know if you watched
1: the Ring of Honor
2: pay-per-view last week.
1: I did watch the match, yeah. I watched Briscoe's last FTR.
2: Holy shit. Like that's might be one of you know the best tag team trilogies of 2022, and I was hoping we would get a tag team trilogies of 2023 with FTR and Aussie Open, but it seems like maybe that's not the case.
1: I am just praying to the wrestling gods that yoshihashi pins ftr bald as <laughs> people you know i got in trouble i called him dax wheeler or cash Harwell. i mixed up their names when i put a tweet out during royal quest and i got a lot of shit for it so i'm taking the cautious route of saying ftr bald and ftr hair as lots of people do but yeah no i i would love yoshihashi to pin ftr bald in the tokyo dome because you there, there will be a lot of people so very fucking confused as to why Yoshihashi is doing that because they're just not up to date with the product and right. don't understand that Yoshihashi is legitimately one of the highlights of New Japan right now. He, he's awesome. Yes,
2: lo- Yoshihashi has come a very long way in the 13 episodes that me and you have done this. I was <laughs> I have never been one to hold back my feelings on uh, particular participants, but I will be the first to admit when I'm wrong or when things have changed. Uh, like my feelings for Master Wado, I thought he has shined on this road to wrestle kingdom 17 Mm -hmm. and the same thing with yoshihashi the pairing with him and hiroki goto has been has been dynamite
1: it is awesome like that's what i mean why you're spot on you're not disappointed you're just surprised that the result was the result it was because everyone and their mother thought it was going to be aussie open you know they teased it before the tournament began in the backstage comments but you know hiroki goto and Yoshashi, they quietly had an awesome tournament as well they were picking up big wins throughout uh the, the the match itself the final was incredible um they pulled out a move that they have only used once before and i think it was to win world tag league last year um the 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 gtr from the ring apron through the table was perfect like i don't know how they pulled that off so fucking well it was unbelievable
2: yeah, it was it was something to behold. And look, not to be outdone, man, the Super Juniors, that Yo uh Leo Rush tag team is is bonkers and the and I'm skipping ahead to the to the finals, but man, you saw a side of Yo in that match against Chris Bay and Ace Austin that I don't think we've seen. And I think that's the Yo that New Japan wanted when he when they broke up Roppongi 3k and when he was supposed to have this blood feud against show, um,
1: man, he came with some fucking fire. You see, you did. You, you, sometimes he sparks of it. Never in the matches versus show, ironically, <laughs> but like in his feud with Hiromu, Hiromu would sometimes eventually get yo to fire up and come out of his cage. And for whatever reason, Leo rush does that for him as well. There are, tremendous tag team and i'm so happy that they won the tournament because we said it on the last episode as well their first match to kick off the super junior tag league versus catch 2-2 catch 2-2 versus leo russian was for the best junior tag match of the year bar none um one of the best in a long time so i'm all for a repeat of that in the tokyo Dome. let's go yeah i'm i'm fired up
2: for it look that's that's gonna be something else and uh I'm hoping it's not I, I'm enjoying the catch 22 run. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't want it
1: to end. I don't want it to end either. That's so, what but I <laughs> want them to cement themselves with a fucking awesome reign. Like you we never we, we I don't feel like we've had a proper junior tag run in a very long time. It will switch in between Desperado and Uncle Nobu and Bullet Club's Curious Tag Team, El Fantasmo and Ishimori. Um, and then catch two 2 have kind of given it some stability, some much needed stability, I think. Um, because yeah, like Flying Tigers held it, obviously Robert Eagle's Tiger Mask. Um, yeah, I would love to see them get a good amount of reins under their belt. I yeah, they're at,
2: uh, they're at they're at a hundred they they've been champions since June of, of twenty twenty-two, and they've had it for 182 days uh in counting and the previous Six or nine had it for 121 to Gucci and Wado. Mm -hmm. Flying Tigers had it from October of last year, 116 days. But everything before that is very, very short. uh, ELP and Ishimori, 30 days. Suzuki Goon, 40 days. Rapongi, 80 days. Uh, Bullet Club's Cutest Team, another 70. Rapongi
1: 3K won the titles like four or five times. (laughs) And they got like a total of like three defenses maybe across all those reigns. Like they couldn't defend the titles for shit. Uh, Yeah, they they had the title for five reigns, and they had four combined defenses. It's it's ridiculous, isn't it? Like, I'm, I won't be disappointed if Leo rush and Yo win because they are amazing. But I'd like to see Catch 22 hold on to this. And they've said it in interviews; they've they're very outspoken about it. They want to face Young Bucks. Like, if Young Bucks walk down that ramp and Catch 22 win, and that's coming up, fucking let's go, man. That's awesome because it will give Francesco Akira and TJP such a big platform, and they deserve it.
2: Yeah, and I think it would it would accomplish would I think it accomplishes what New Japan set out to do. They bring Leo Russian. He instantly makes a splash in the junior division, uh, whether it be part of a tag team or a singles run. Because mm-hmm. at, when we come out of Wrestle Kingdom, it's gonna gonna be the wild wild west, right? We're gonna reset pretty much everything. That's the idea. So. You Know he doesn't necessarily need to be in a tag team. I would love to see Leo Rush jump in the fray with uh Despy and Corey. Mm-hmm. And um, they talked about it on that final, you know. Uh, foot and mouth boy, he's gonna be uh, <laughs> he's so <laughs> he's... mean. Well, I mean, come on, man. Where's your heart? For... It's
1: Christmas, Who gets... Matt.
2: Who gets foot and mouth? It's Christmas, hoof and mouth. Poor Kushida. Um, but hey, I mean, like he was supposed to be in the fray, uh, but then he got foot in mouth, so now he's he's a factor. Like, a lot of things are going to be very interesting, uh, coming out of Wrestle Kingdom, and I'm excited to see it,
1: yeah, as well. And that, like, you know, anyone can rock up now, the borders are open, it's Wrestle Kingdom, shit's going to go down. Um, Pete, you know, there's going to be shocks, there's going to be surprises. We've got the Rambo, that's going to be fun, um, but yeah, we're, we're, the Wrestle Kingdom, we're so excited to talk about that's why we're talking about it so much, but. Next week, well, I don't know when it's out. Before Wrestle Kingdom, there's going to be a special preview extravaganza anyway. Um, you won't have to wait the usual two weeks for that, because then it would come out like a day before Wrestle Kingdom, which would be pretty shit. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, ideally, I think we're
2: aiming for like right before the new year. A full, in-depth, full-blown Wrestle Kingdom
1: 17 preview. A 17-hour Wrestle Kingdom 17 preview. An hour per match. No, wait, that doesn't make yeah, sense. An yeah. hour for every Wrestle Kingdom.
2: We are gonna we are gonna run down the card before oh, the yeah, day's yeah. over. We're just gonna really mm-hmm. sink our teeth into it for the But the, yeah, like
1: period. other ma- other matches that we like didn't cover up because like you know, since that have happened since our last recording um that stand out to me. Uh LA Dojo versus Suzuki Goon was incredible. Like Gabe Kidd coming out in jeans with a chair, like he just wanted to fucking fight. Um and they've just gone all over the place, they're beating the shit out of each other, it was awesome. Um, and another Suzuki Goon one as well. Like they really suddenly, I don't know, they became a lot more interesting to me at the end. I know you enjoyed Lance Archer the entire tour, but and when they faced us, L I J, when they faced Sonada and uh, Naito, and Lance Archer fucking ruined that child's life. Holy <laughs> shit. I he's done it before, he's screamed in children's face a lot, but this one was Some next level shit. That kid is scarred for life. I mean, come on. But this,
2: that's like, that's going to be with that kid forever. And he's going to hate Lance Archer for the rest of his life. And I think, I think there's something beautiful about that. Like, that's like a real, that's that's an impact that's like the way you feel about shibata and the way i feel about brett the hitman heart like it's in it's going to a let's say i hate sean the same way i feel about sean michaels i hate sean michaels i hate sean michaels i hope he fucking falls down an elevator shaft and his fucking one cyclops eye doesn't see the ground coming so that, was, that was that oh, was that was like, bread
1: cl- that was bread club anyway um <laughs> we'll see you next time like
2: Nelly's gonna join the list shortly. She <laughs> but like that's so like I don't know, man. I mean that's what Lance Archer is, right? He's a monster, he's a scary dude. He's supposed to be yelling in kids' faces. So like, bad
1: though. This was so bad. Oh, I loved it Holy though. Like shit.
2: come on, it's no different. It was than, like,
1: I was cracking up, but oh my god, it was awful in the best so possible different.
2: way. It's no different than like Brody running through the crowds and oh, like the 80s and chairs are flying all like Ah, you just can't run through the crowd and kick chairs because you're going to hurt someone. They're going to sue you. But you could scream in a kid's face.
1: I mean, we're recording this Monday. I was at Rev Pro Saturday night, and we got to quickly mention. In fact, Great O'Con is the new British heavyweight champion. Let's fucking go! Um, I'm stoked for that. <laughs> yeah, my seats went all fucking flying all over the place. Like <laughs> Hazel, my fiance, is like, "Can you go get my backpack?" And it's like fucking miles away because all the wrestlers are accidentally kicked it when they're grabbing chairs and stuff and i've had to quickly run through the wrestlers to try and grab a handbag and stuff um yeah no it's it's the best thing that you wanna you're you're secretly hoping you get some engagement when you go to a show with a wrestler whether it be them getting in your face or a high five or whatever um it just so happens that instead this kid got to shit his pants
2: look man that's what happens when you're so close to the ring
1: the kid was not close to the ring he was in the back lance archer sought this poor innocent. I don't, child I don't know out. what
2: you were watching.
1: That kid <laughs> ran at Lance Archer full speed, <laughs> like he was gonna do something to him. <laughs> oh man, it, it was a highlight of the tour. Though Again, I have this, like this, twelve what we were days. Sitting. I
2: have like twelve days to ring the praise of Suzuki Gun,
1: so I'm still gonna do it. oh uh, man, I mean, we have gotta talk about the Suzuki Goon announcement, like we're all excited is it gonna it's probably gonna be a new member who's it gonna be and Minoru suzuki announced that as of the end of 2022 suzuki Goon will be disbanding they will be going on their own journeys their own voyages uh suzuki Goon will be no more um their final match together will be december 23rd korakon hall main event suzuki Goon versus suzuki Goon eight-man tag um it's heartbreaking man it's it's not it's a punch to the gut no one saw this coming
2: uh it's very upsetting first of all
1: but um what uh
2: do you see from the ashes maybe like a zack saber jr creating something
1: this is the thing because if they just stick together after suzuki disbands it defeats the purpose right if they just say okay now we're taichigun or now we've got a new name or whatever It just defeats the purpose of Suzuki Goom breaking up this big moment. They had the last ever Tucker Taichi show today as well. That's not going on anymore. Um, Minoru Suzuki bleeding profusely whilst he chokes the fuck out of Honma, who's bleeding even more. Absolutely iconic imagery coming out of that match. Um, Honma
2: bleeding? Never, never would have
1: thought it. Uh, Do do you not know about Honma? He used to be like crazy fucking. Oh, okay. Right. (laughs) I I wasn't sure because lots of people don't realize the guy was a crazy match motherfucker. Big time. His, he wears those scars very proudly. Oh shit, and the stuff that guy used to do. But yeah, like if you're a modern New Japan fan that's only seen him the past 5 even 7 years, you would never know. Um but yeah, like it that's what's very interesting to me about it. It's like it's sad, it's heartbreak, but what happens? Come Wrestle Kingdom? Zack Sabre Jr is in a big match. Yep. Uh, you know, he's still going to probably team up with Taiji. What happens when they just have the the build up to matches? You can't just like keep them all together still because then what's the point of them Disbanding in the first place, right? Every, Where, everyone needs a unit
2: Where's the Doki Choki gonna reside?
1: Ugh, that's the biggest heartbreak of all.
2: Because I would not. Yeah, see, it's it's like if it if it if Zach and Taichi splinter off, or if
1: Taichi just goes off on his own and starts his own.
2: I don't know. I just it's,
1: it's interesting, but not in a way that I'm excited for. Because I'm just gutted that they're splitting up. Because they, you know, eleven years they've started in 2011, and they're a group of bastards. They're a group of thugs and villains and thieves. They've never had a single betrayal, not once. You know, everyone has stuck true. Um, you know, people have gone off on their separate paths. You know, uh, Izuka retired. Lance Archer went off to AEW. Um, Taka is kind of in and out of New Japan and stuff. But um, Takayama, unfortunately, you know, got injured. Um, but yeah like out of all the people to not have a, a betrayal someone to turn for themselves suzuki like you know they're 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 what they're the, they're brothers they're like everyone always you never hear anyone say they don't like suzuki Goon. you know everyone has a soft spot for them
2: now we know the history of suzuki Goon, right and that came from kojima gun a uh, goon excuse me so like Taka and Taichi were in Kojima Goon. Like so do we see uh, Taka and Taichi are the only you know after Minoru
1: they're the 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 two OGs. Do we see Taichi Goon? That's what I mean. But again, it's like it defeats the purpose, right? Like right. why not just reband? It's this is that's the thing that's so confusing to me. You can't have wrestlers can't kind of go their own way in Japanese wrestling cuz it's so unit heavy. That I'm I'm so intrigued as to what's going to happen.
2: Right, because I mean, on the flip, you have like Teton just shows up and he's like, "I'm a member of Lij," like,
1: <laughs> which is still the
2: the I still don't understand it. Although I thought on the on the World Tag League final show, when they get uh, Taguchi in the corner, when he's like celebrating, and then he realizes all his members are outside, and he turns around, and Lij's there, and he fucking yeah. throws up the fist. Holy <laughs> shit.
1: We're all hoping Taguchi was going to be a secret LRJ member from that day forward.
2: I'll take Taguchi over Teton any day.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's going to be Taguchi Goon. Maybe that's the future.
2: I'm okay with that. I mean, I would hate to see the the wild hips break up, but...
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Clark has got back, back, to, back home now after guzzling beers for an entire month <laughs> on his way to the ring. Um, always wrestling with a buzz. Uh, but, yeah... Um, Uh, it's you know yeah the history is so deep with suzuki Goon and everything and like i i've I've said it before as well minoru suzuki has kind of been the least important member of this faction in new japan for a while right um but i just think the fact that like tucker taichi shows that this was the last one today as well that that's not happening going forward is sad because that gave us matches like jun kasai versus el desperado earlier this year um it gave us Taichi versus Doki, which was one of the most emotional matches of the year. Um, and then, like I said today, Minoru Suzuki and Honma killed each other. Um, yeah. And i was in that match. That was a tag match as well. Um, that, it was such a little weird piece of like wholesomeness, those shows, because it was such a team effort. Um, but yeah, pff, I don't know. Um, rest in peace, suzuki Goon.
2: It'll be it'll, it's it'll be interesting. this Do you see any of the members of Suzuki Goon at the spans ending up in other factions?
1: That's a scary thought. Can you imagine if like who if you had to put someone from Suzuki Goon into Bullet Club, who would you put? Because no, they do. There's not a single soul there that should go into Bullet Club. Do you know what I mean? That's what scares me about them joining other groups. If I had to put, damn, it's what I mean. No one, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no one that's a good fit for like a Bullet Club. Of course, they can have character changes and whatnot, but you don't want to see anyone from Suzuki Goon in Bullet Club.
2: No, I, I'm, I'm. It's bittersweet because I'm sad to see it go, but I'm also into like this, and these aren't like, these aren't slouches, right? Tai Chi has really his game has really been up. El Desperado might be the best junior in all of wrestling. Mm-hmm. uh even doki has c- came along he's awesome man love doki you know uh, and and can you know Kenemura is is super underrated i think i don't think people realize the depth of his career and how important he was in noah and then i mean zach saber jr zach saber jr so to put these guys out in a wasteland and not have it's just gonna be weird if they don't have a home
1: yeah, they've got to have a home, and that, that's the question. What What is the home? Um, but I'm gonna really diverge. We're, we're expecting a guest shortly. Um, there's something I want to cover hopefully before he gets here. Um, it's right. probably not a surprise, it's probably going to be in the YouTube title or something. I don't know. Um, but we're missing a, a big match on the world tag league final. It, oh. it was so incredible that it skipped both our minds that we haven't brought it up yet.
3: Oh, match of
1: it, match of the year contender, the, the lights were so bright, Matt, so bright. They were blinding as carl think... anderson put on a five-star instant classic to retain the never openweight championship versus the
2: i just don't think anyone cared I, just, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you sounded, man,
1: like... you sounded so defeated
2: because it because it's you know i watched it and i was just like ugh, like i just don't
1: Holy I don't shit. care Do you know what I he don't... doesn't do Carl Anderson doesn't doesn't scratch my itch. I'm sorry. I don't think Carl Anderson scratched anyone's fucking itch on that night. Um, but you know what? I feel ba- I feel bad for Hikolo. That's the biggest match of his career up until this point. Like, I mean... let, let let let's 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 try a little bit Carl Anderson. You know, I know it's kind of the gimmick. You don't care. You know You know, money, money, money. Boys, boys, boys. Beer, beer, beer. But you know, oh, fucking Jesus Christ, it it sucked.
2: Yeah, it was not. Uh... It was not good.
1: <laughs> Case closed. I,
2: I, I don't there's just uh, you're 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 absolutely right. You feel awful for Hikoleo. This was supposed to be his big moment, you know. This this whole story was, was huge when it started, but then like this match was supposed to take place what? The one be- was fucking Crown Jewel, the bing- beginning of November?
1: It was meant to take place at Battle Autumn when we got Night of Osprey. So yeah, it's like November fifth or something like that. It was like more than a month ago. <laughs>
2: Like at the, by by December fourteenth, like the blooms off the rose, nobody gives a shit. It's not like it was exciting when it was like Carl Anderson showed up on Raw, but he's the never open champion, and now he's supposed to defend the title against Hikuleo on November fifth. But then he's not going to mm-hmm. defend it because he only goes where the money is. And then he's kind of like, you know, a week before the show, he puts out like a, a an Instagram video. But by that point, we've already found out about uh, Osprey and Omega, mm-hmm. right? Like the Super Juniors in the World Tag Leagues at like a fever pitch. You know, FTR
1: came back to Japan at, at Battle Autumn. Like it kind of like just was like, ugh. it's just like, why did it have to be Carl Anderson? You know, why can't it have just been this, this exact scenario, but just with someone that we give a shit about? You all know, the way back to when Tamatanga lost the title to him. It would have been, it would have been, it would have been fun. Like, oh my god, there's a WWE superstar competing in a New Japan Ring. He's set for Wrestle Kingdom. Like, if it was, you know, I'm gonna daydream here, but you know, Finn Balor and AJ Styles, just you know, someone that's not Carl Anderson.
2: I'll tell you somebody who's not Carl Anderson. Do we want to bring a <laughs> guest?
1: I saw the hand signal. Yeah, I, I, I was gu- guessing he's here.
2: All right, well, let's bring him in. Our special guest tonight on tonight today on the Bread Club is the android himself, Mr. Alex Coglin. Alex, how are you? Oh, yeah,
3: doing fantastic. Back in New York with the family for the holiday season, just chilling out. Got my cup of coffee, wearing my sick new shirt. Life could be better. Could be the a lot sh- worse, too.
1: The shirt is a Thing reference, right? To the thing. Absolutely. Total ripoff.
3: Yeah, got rip okay. okay. yeah. yeah. my brother to draw it up, make it slightly different so I don't get sued. But yeah, great movie, <laughs> great shirt cheers
2: do you uh we saw you de- debut with the mask when you went back to japan mm. any thought in your mind when you
1: flung that mask like <laughs> a literally...
2: thousand yards that's the
1: first question i've got written on my phone as really? well. is that a historic Crossfire you yeeted the hell out of your entrance mask into the
3: crowd what the yeah. hell happened <laughs> i was like this thing's made of rubber it could probably take a beating uh, thank god <laughs> it did i was like if i lose it then whatever let's get a new mask but uh, it wound up coming back in one piece, and I was shocked that it still worked. So, uh, kept it as a sign, like, "Oh, I'll just keep using the mask." But did I will go as far next time.
2: Did you realize the met? Like, did you realize how much oomph you put into throwing your mask? Because it, bro, it took off. It was gone.
3: <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I like how it was in camera, and then it just was not in camera behind me at all. <laughs> there was a, there was a a few sets of pictures that I saw on Twitter from like a nice angle where I threw the mask and you could just see Clark and all four pictures going up, but just <laughs> following the trajectory. And I, I'm happy that I got those pictures because those are hilarious and they make me laugh every time. But yeah, maybe not throwing that quite as hard next time. Eh, maybe a special occasion, we'll see. Well,
1: at, at least you got it back. I was I was assuming you had another mask. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah what... maybe
3: a, a lucky fan went home happy that night with that <laughs> mask, who knows?
1: Uh, but eventually you're back home now. Um, you know, you spent the better part of a month in Japan, your first tour post-excursion. Mm. Um, not getting the results you guys wanted, the mechanical balls alongside Gabriel Kidd. Um, but what was the tour like from an in-ring perspective, teaming with Gabriel Kidd? Because you mentioned in backstage comments, it's your first time really teaming together. Um, you had incredible matches. The Aussie Open and TMDK matches stand out to me. Um you know, the results didn't go your way, like I said, but what was the experience like from an in-ring perspective?
3: Well, thank you very much. Apparently, we have great chemistry with Australian people, which is uh, something to keep in mind for the future. But uh, like I said, I said in a couple post-match comments
0: BetMGM MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
3: Almost since its inception, since more or less November 2018, when I snuck it in March when it first started, so he's been there since basically day one, as have I. And we've never been involved in a match like I've never been across from him. I've never been with him in any capacity until this tour, until the historic crossover. Where we had the eight man and then we were just tagging for all of world tag league. And, um, you know, we trained together for years, obviously, for a long ass time. So I know him very well. But to, to to finally, you know, jump into the water, you know, that's the deep end. You know, the most prestigious tag tournament in all of professional wrestling. With him, my brother, for the first time ever. There was a, a huge learning curve. But instead of looking at the losses, I, I looked at them as lessons. You know, I didn't go in there expecting to win the whole thing. Both our first times ever tagging. Both our first times ever in World Tag League against, you know, a who's who in tag team professional wrestling. Like you said, Aussie Open's having a, a fucking incredible year coming off a, a hot return. And, you know, all the legends that have that we've faced over the past month or so. Um, I'm happy. With how we did, not necessarily the numbers. I wish we did better than yeah, than one win. Hey, glad we're on the board. We got the one win over House of Torture, and that's a fantastic memory for both of us. Uh, great time, but you know, onward and upward. We can't do worse next year. I mean, knock on wood. I say that, so. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> she'll be better.
2: Uh, so teaming with Gabe Kid's a huge feather in your cap. The importance of the historic X show and your return to Japan. So not only was it your return to the, to Japan. Post-pandemic, but you were also part of this amazing crossover show. How much did that mean for you?
3: It was great. Not only that, it was you know we were part of the show, the the amazing crossover show. But I got to do it with Gabe Clark and Kevin. We were the mm-hmm. LA Dojo boys, just coming back to Japan all together as a unit for probably the first time. As a you know, again when Carl was still at the company, we we didn't do a lot of tagging together, especially as a whole unit as the LA Dojo which is something we've always 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 wanted to do it was great to have everybody there for basically the first time uh tagging and kicking ass and it was a, a great way to start the tour and um I hope we get to do it more just tagging with all the boys
1: you mentioned the win over House of Torture and you know you and Gabe a very quick backstage to challenge for the never six man tag titles rightfully so. um you know disappointed that our match isn't on Wrestle Kingdom isn't on the pre-show uh, myself um but if when you get to challenge for that title, I feel like you've got a bit of a difficult decision to make because you need a third man. Mm-hmm. You've got you Clark Connors, you've got Kevin Knight. H- how do you choose who who who? How do you choose your third man?
3: Whichever one puts on enough weight to become 100 <laughs> kilograms first, more or less. It's a race. They want to come with. I mean, as much as I love those guys, um, I think that they're uh, they're staying put in the juniors at least for now. But um, you know, that's an open invite for anybody who wants to step up with the Dojo boys. Get in what there. About, man. Uh, Go for him. Man. Yeah.
2: Would there be an alpha wolf somewhere floating around? Maybe.
3: Hey, I can only hope. He's good <laughs> stuff. So we'll see. But, uh, he might be busy.
2: Fair enough. Duly noted. Uh, the experience in the World Tag League. Um, how how you guys got to to get in there and tangle with some some big heavy hitters in the New Japan tag scene has definitely elevated himself, especially with the addition of yourself and Gabe Kidd. Uh, post-Wrestle Kingdom, what are you what's what's the outlook for, for the Android and Gabe Kid?
3: I would love to, to keep on keeping on. I mean, if we tag or do singles, I don't give a shit what they want us to do as long as we get there and do it in Japan, which is where we got to be. I mean, we had a great time tagging. The Mechanical Bulls is a great tag name. Glad I came up with it. And, um, you know, I don't think there are any – I have no idea what's going on. And I have never had any idea what's going on in Japan. <laughs> so they basically just tell me, okay, you're going here at, uh, on this day, get on this plane, and I'll say, okay, I'll be there. So uh, the Android's always ready, no matter what they have planned.
2: What did the uh, Android miss most about Japan?
3: Um, I'll tell you what I don't miss most. At Gold's Gym, they don't let your superset, so you have to do one thing at a time. I was doing uh, back, I was doing pull-downs and rows on machines. Nobody else was around, and some goober, not even an employee, was like, "Uh, you can't do that. So I don't miss, not super setting, but I do miss Coco's Curry House. Uh,
1: I had Coco's on Saturday night.
3: Oh, ah, yeah, they open a few over yeah. in the UK. I don't think there's any in America, at least not that I know of. But, uh, yeah, it's a. One of yeah. the places that's open I can see
1: Ma- Ma- Matt's quickly Googling what Coco's Curries is. I have uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> awesome. It's, it's just curry, man. It's like chicken katsu and stuff. You get all the toppings you want. Um, it's mm-hmm. everywhere in Japan. And I'm just lucky enough, there's one opened up in central London. Um, exactly. Because, yeah, we, we was all over in Japan, me and my fiance. Um, But yeah, speaking yeah. of Japan, you know, you just alluded to it a bit there, but it was only your second tour of Japan, you know, Young Lion Cup first time three years ago, which seems like a lifetime ago now. Um, But on this tour you're there for so long you're getting to go off the beaten track you know you're going to all these places that a typical tourist like myself wouldn't necessarily hit up was there any places that you like really enjoyed just visiting and getting to spend a little bit of time in between shows
3: uh, i'm a fan of like the bigger cities and stuff for sure as a you know new york boy so there were a few cities that i really really enjoyed hameji we were there for a few days spent my birthday there and we went to this nice hawaiian barbecue joint which uh, was crazy that we got hawaiian food in japan with a bunch of australians and an american that that part's always crazy i'm not used to being in the minority being a comfortable american living in new york and la but it's always cool it's a good experience uh i would say my favorite was fukuoka which was really i mean again i love the big cities i love when there's water you cross the bridges over these rivers and shit and i was just walking around and i found a kirby cafe which is just a cafe themed around Mm -hmm. kirby all the food everything yeah so a nice little surprise any places with big malls and Places I can waste a bunch of money on the, the claw machine games, the UFOs, and I'm happy. Waste a lot of money, by the way. Whatever want yeah. stuff. So, you know, who's laughing now?
2: <laughs> Them. Yeah,
3: definitely.
2: <laughs> so I, apparently there's a bunch of those curry joints in California.
3: No shit. Coco's yeah. Curry? Yeah. I guess Cocoa. I just never Googled it. Oh, no. It's yeah. to know. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. Coco,
2: Coco Ichiban Curry House it, or whatever?
3: Yeah. That sounds about yeah. right, yeah.
2: Yeah, they have one in... Uh, Torrance, Irvine, Brentwood, Koreatown,
1: San Diego.
3: Oh, those are relatively close. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Okay. I can go to Coco's Curry now. It,
1: it's not as good. As, well, my London one's not as good as Japan, obviously. Um, yeah, you can't it's, expect it's as as it to be. It, no, of course not. Yeah. Well, um, I
2: don't. I don't got shit here in the Detroit <laughs> area, so. <laughs>
1: Was there any matches that particularly stuck out to you on the tour, Alex? Because like I said, you know, Aussie Open TMDK, I loved. You went totally out of left field against the Zuki Goon, um, Alex. Uh, Gabe came out with a chair ready to go to fucking war against them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got the, the, your one win over House of Torture, which you to your reaction was fucking tremendous. You both, um, yeah. Is there any matches in particular that you were you were hugely proud of? and You're a big fan of yourself.
3: Um, the ones you just mentioned are I I'm very fond of. You know, we started off the tournament. The first one was against TMDK, and you know, it's the original TMDK. No knock mm-hmm. on Jonah, no knock on uh, dude Tito, but the the OGs, um, they're they're special, man. They've been uh, you know wrestling together and separately for for decades, mm-hmm. and to be in there and to you know do as well as we did against such you know actual veterans, such ass kickers, so people have been around the world, teaming and, and honing their craft against the best of the best. Um, I thought it was a great way to start. And with Aussie Open, with all the other teams, you know, I'm very unfamiliar with basically everybody. I barely touched some of the people uh beforehand, so I had very little experience. But with Aussie Open, I wrestled Mark Davis twice and Kyle Fletcher once earlier this year in Rev Pro and Gabe had done the same. He'd wrestled both of them a couple of times. So I had at the very least uh touched them a couple of times. So I kind of knew what I was getting myself into, which is why I think we were able to shift the gears pretty quickly, where they couldn't do their uh, their usual bag of tricks on us and mm-hmm. vice versa. We had to kick it up to the next level. And I think we did, which was also on my birthday. So we, we made sure to go extra, extra hard. Gideon and, Gray
1: made sure to give you a little birthday shout out in his intro- uh, pre-match introduction.
3: Yeah, that was a nice little surprise. I didn't expect him to, to call me out like that. But I <laughs> didn't say anything stupid or else I would have fucking bounce his ball head off the mat, just like I did in Rev Pro when I did. (laughs) But yeah, uh, those matches, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the United Empire and Grado Khan and um, Aaron Hanare, both, you know, another four. We just elevated each other in that match. Uh, All the matches, there's not a match where I thought like, oh, fuck. Because we gave it our all every single time. It was our first time in Japan in years. And we knew we had to make a mark and make our state. We were going in there. We only won the one match. We knew that we weren't in there for anything other than, you know, to reintroduce ourselves. So we made sure to do that to the best of our ability. And we hope to keep doing that in the same capacity, if not more going forward.
2: Yeah, no, I think you guys, I think you guys had a great showing uh, for a first time tag team. And you go in there with the likes of Tanahashi and uh, Yano or uh, TMDK, Ozio, you guys held your own. It was never, you know,
3: thank you very much
2: it was it was a surprise to see you come out with two points but it was not a surprise to see you guys in every single match till the end uh something that is super impressive that you do and i clearly look like i've never seen a gym when you are like laying on the mat and you somehow manage to pick a human being up and then stand up in a vertical suplex might be one of the most phenomenal things i've ever seen anyone do how hard is that and how much strength does that take out of you? Because if I even You attended- gotta be a
3: fucking android to be able to do that. <laughs> Clearly i get, picking
2: up my cat.
3: And you're <laughs> fucking
2: picking up like a two hundred and fifty pound dudes from the laying on the mat position.
3: That uh, the the idea for that came from uh, you know, we were always tooling around in the dojo and you know, Shibata San's not around, we're always trying to figure out different uh, things to work on, more or less. And a position I always found myself in in matches, especially when I was doing the open challenge, the Alex Cobb open challenge series, Mm -hmm. Um, headlock takeover, I would get the leg scissors. And from there, a lot of times you see when the guy is in the leg scissors, they do the headstand. And I was trying to think of a counter from there because people were doing that to me a lot. And I thought instead of going from there and then just let the next part play out, what can I do? So actually in a match I had with uh, Gresham in Philadelphia, I grabbed the waist lock when he was doing the headstand. I put him over my shoulder and just stood up from there. And then, you know, slipped off. He did something, but, um, I thought from there I could up the ante instead of just grabbing him and picking him up on my shoulder. Maybe I could grab the guy for a suplex and then brain buster, just end the match right there. And it wound up working out the first time I hit it. was back in May with Yuya. who was a, uh, not a small boy. He's enjoying the American food. That's for sure. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just, uh, showing everybody that I mean business and that I'm one of the strongest motherfuckers going today and that uh, people have to start recognising. I'm not going to shout it from the rooftops. I just figured if, uh, as long as I keep doing wild shit that no one's seen before, people will eventually notice. And that's my MO. Just keep doing my shit until people get it. And they will.
1: Whenever that's posted on social media, it, like, gets so much buzz. Like, when you're done on the independence against someone else earlier this year, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, it it gets so much buzz. Uh, But another one of your moves... I you didn't really get to hear much during the tour or maybe all but a historic crossover, you and Gabe Kidd debuted like a double muscle buster, um, which was really cool. Again, something I'd never seen before, another unique move. Um, mm-hmm. Did you guys come up with a name for that move? You know, you've got the Android, you've got Young Ball, to, you're the Mechanical Ball. Um, you've got all these inventive names for all your stuff. Uh, has that finisher got a move? Uh, got yeah. a name even?
3: We were practicing that for for quite some time before World Tag League. It's unfortunate we didn't get to, to hit it. More times we tried, but, you know, some people slip out. They know it's a match-ender, so they they, they know to avoid it. But uh, we always called the, the DPD. It's an acronym. That's a Dennis Portugal driver. It's a shout-out to one of our homies that uh that helped us a lot the past four All years right. in L.A. dojo. So the DPD. DPD, go ahead. Hopefully okay. we get to hit it in his honor a few oh, more times.
1: I, I, sorry, I have to say as well, like when you hit um, you're like, uh, fall-away slam, but with a bridge um mm. and milano collection 80 is just losing his shit on commentary calling it the <laughs> netflix hold when you got the win
0: um
1: the, milano fucking loves you on commentary man i don't know if you rewatch your matches or if you wait for the english commentary or whatever but like i find it that i know something is great when milano collection 80 is just g- giggling like a school child
3: at that's the my favorite part every time sorry to interrupt
1: but... no no exactly that's what i was yeah, gonna every say. time i watch
3: a clip back and the announcer just going <laughs> That means I did my job properly. Yeah, I just love fucking making love making those it. guys break with the stupid shit that I come up with.
1: He yeah. loves you and your ridiculous strength. Clearly, like every time you're in the ring, he does that at least once. And I think that's that's probably just as good as getting a high star rating from Meltzer So getting the giggle of approval Especially from Milano. Something
3: like him, Milano Collection at how amazing uh, he legend. was in, in his career. The absolute legend for sure, man. There's a lot of shit from, from his that I bite and I want to try to bite too. But he's so technical and wiry. <laughs> a little bit more practice, but. It's always really, really cool hearing him, you know, go crazy for my stuff. Again, from someone like him, it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome.
2: Yeah, it's more. It's uh, I think it's more exciting when your peers are giggling like that and uh, enjoying it. Uh, especially for you, that means you're doing something right. As someone who went through the LA dojo, uh, the whole process, and then the graduation, were you surprised to see how rapid uh, Kevin Knight went through the dojo, and then just mid tournament was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm graduated."
3: What the fuck? <laughs> Happy? Yes. <laughs> Surprised? Not at all. He's, he's he's something different, man. He's special. I mean, he had a, a bit of a career before uh, the LA Dojo. He was rocking around for, I want to say, a year and a half or two years or so in the Pacific Northwest, around the Canada area. And, you know, we, we could say whatever. Oh, we taught him strong style. We did this. We helped him that. But we didn't fucking teach him how to jump.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, yeah. you cannot teach that jump.
3: Nope. He's he's, uh, uh, he's in a league of his own. Incredible athlete. First time ever. I can't off the top of my head name a time a young lion ever graduated mid-tour. No. And he's just uh, – he's different. He's built different, and uh, he is different. He's going to be different. So, please keep your eye on him. Fantastic.
2: He is a lot of fun to watch, and I'm sure you had a great time. Uh, oh, yeah. The, just – the curtain.
3: Every time, like, when's he going to hit the dropkick? When's he going to do the dropkick? Yeah. And then he hits it, and it's always amazing. So – Watch out, Okada!
2: Have you? Uh, I know you did. The, you do the New Japan Strong. You've been a staple over there. Uh, has Tom Lawler uh, asked you any advice? Because he's got a showdown with Shibata coming up, which mm. is not something I think Tom Lawler should take lightly. Uh, and it's super exciting to see Shibata back in the ring. Um, did you enjoy seeing him in AEW? Did you get a chance to see him and Orange Cassidy?
3: Oh, he's got the towel, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was, you know, we we helped him practice a lot for that, too. You know, he was super hyped up going into it. He wanted to make sure he was in uh, peak condition. So, of course, when it happened, we were all watching around the TV. Like, right. ooh. And, uh, that's something we're very happy to see and something he was very proud of. Like, he uh, he came back and we just immediately all watched it again together. And he was like, oh. What's Mike Tyson saying on commentary? And what? <laughs> and he was just so stoked to have Mike Tyson there and everything too. But uh, yeah, he's—I don't think anyone's more happy than him that he's finally back in the ring doing everything. Obviously, but uh, yeah, just—I hope he keeps it going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might. be he very happy. Okay. So, yeah.
2: Would he I would, be? Uh, would he be a contender for uh, the third man to challenge for those never open weight titles?
3: <laughs> that, that one could only hope. Uh, <laughs> who knows?
1: I mean, I'm glad Matt brought up um the whole Orange Cassidy stick as well, because mm. on like, the final night of World Tag League, um, you were absent in your backstage comments auspiciously, but uh Gabriel Kidd spoke enough for the both of you. Um he is an he's not a shy person, Gabriel Kidd, to say the least. Um he will call out anyone and everyone. And I was aghast because he called out Shibata. He was like, You're goofing around on AEW playing with his sunglasses. I was in the dojo and I was told never to smile, you know, put on a mean face and everything. And he called out Shibata. He wants to he wants to get in the ring with Shibata. What was that all about? That was totally unexpected. I, I would have never envisioned, you know, I think further down the line, that's a dream scenario. Someone like yourself taking on Shibata, the student versus the master. Um, but yeah, for Gabe Kidd to just come out with that, like I was absolutely shocked.
3: The closed mouth doesn't get fed. He's calling out a shot. It's not going to happen unless he speaks it out. All the world of respect for him for calling a shot like that, and for him, I think it's a big—it's like a final boss mentality. He's had a tough year, a tough two years, tough three years. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all been through a lot, but Gabe's been through a lot. And just coming back into the ring, he loves it. He doesn't know anything else. N- none of us do. But this has been his life since he was a kid. He started training when he was like thirteen. This is just all he knows. So it's—it's a, it's a giant hurdle for him. It's—it's it's a big just. It would mean a lot if he was able to get in the ring with Shibata Son. And I think okay. it's something that he does need to do, whether it happens now or down the line. Um, it's something that he's going to have to do eventually.
1: I mean, he specifically said he as well, like, let's not do it in New Japan. Let's do it in Rev Pro, Let's do it in York Hall, which is half an hour down the road from me. I was there Saturday night just a couple hey. of nights ago. Um, mm. I've tweeted Ref Pro numerous times and said, if you want to book Shibata, I'll help pay for the flights. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm crossing everything and praying that, yeah, Shibata, Shibata versus Gate Kid. That's that's When's the last match. time he was over in Ref Pro? It had to have been like
3: 2017, 2016. He
1: was over when you guys were wrestling in the Dark Match. Oh, excuse me.
3: I mean, like uh, ref wrestling. wrestling.
1: Yeah. Uh, he was the champion here for a bit. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I was lucky. I got to see him a lot because um, he was obviously the champion uh, versus Zack Sabre. He had a couple of matches. He beat Matt Riddle um he beat chris hero right but probably like yeah when was the injury i've got the fucking magazine there um 2017 something yeah yeah 2017 so yeah early 2017 late 2016
3: he's for for a comeback
1: oh he's a staple of red over here man he'll he'll be welcome back with open arms
3: oh for sure and uh yeah again as a past champion especially you know just makes sense
1: Need so to I get you. Need to get you back over here, man. You should be challenging for that title too. Great, O'Connor won it at the weekend, man.
3: He be Ricky Knight Junior, didn't he? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's shocking, but uh, yeah, you know you are over here on excursion, hi, home away from home for you in Rovno, yeah. Yeah,
3: I mean it's been a while since I've had some real fish and chips. I've been staying away because I know I'm going to go back at some point, <laughs> this year, hopefully. So, let's see. Come on, Andy. It's
2: big on the big on the food. You're making me hungry.
3: Oh yeah, that's all I've been doing. I mean, I was in Japan for a month. Oh, Japanese food is good, but I miss American food.
2: Did you? Did you? I know I asked you this on the Shining Wizards podcast when we had you earlier this year. Did you fuck with the raw horse meat?
3: I wanted to, but we couldn't find a spot. Shibata-san was like, "Oh, next time we go, I'll take." But uh, I wound up not seeing him at all this time in Japan. Which you know, he was hanging with his family. That's cool. But uh, one one of these times, I'm going to hold him to it and be like, "Take me to the to the raw horse. I just want to eat it." And everybody's saying how good it is because everybody else has had it except for me, which puts the shit out of me. But, yeah, uh, sure. day... Lance
2: Archer was the one who told me about it, so I think he, he's your guy.
3: Oh, I gotta gotta talk to Lance next time. The
2: murder—he right. he don't have no alliance now. He's done with Suzuki Goon; they're done. How do you feel about that?
3: Oh, end of an era. How long have they been together? Eleven years? Eleven 12 years, years? Some crazy 11 shit. Eleven like years. Man? man, I mean, all good things must come to an end. I mean, I know people have been excited over everything they've done ever since then but uh let's see what the next chapter holds let's see where they're gonna go suzuki gonna retire what's he gonna do um we'll see
1: it's interesting say so least. but I, i'm all out of questions alex i don't know about matt but um yeah i'm gonna say thank you anyway matt do you got anything i was gonna, i wanted to
2: if you were gonna start your own group what are we calling it and who are you
3: recruiting
1: oh it's gotta be something like Android related.
3: Yeah, cool I'm theme. trying to think of a funny name off the top of my head or something cool. Ooh. I would like to keep the uh, the Dojo boys together, so I would like to have Clark bring Carl back. I don't care where he is; it's nice to <laughs> Carl. I like that. Kevin, DK, Gabe, and
1: uh... I mean, there is a there is a team. I can't remember which promotion. There's a Joshi team called Free Wi Fi, um, which would have oh. worked on Android, <laughs> but you know that one's <laughs> taken.
3: Yeah, I got a, you know, I got an Ethernet cable, so I don't need that. No. <laughs> Ethernet yeah. cable, there you go. Uh, oh, robots.
2: Robots. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back
3: to you. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> but for but, now, uh, robots.
2: Do you a little concern for Carl and the in-ring drinking through this this tag? Clock, or? clock. <laughs> <Clark>. <laughs> sorry, I, got, go I got Carl on the brain. I'm sorry. It's sorry. funny because
3: after every match, he was like, "Oh man." You know, I chugged a whole beer and then I had to do this and I almost threw up and I was like yeah, that makes sense. What do you mean? Why are you talking like you're surprised? You drank a whole beer and then ran a lot. You're a junior. That's what you do. You're complaining complaint about that. Unbelievable. <laughs> be, if there's anyone that can hold his alcohol. It's him. And he did not throw up once. Well, during the match. but That's a rough yeah.
2: one when you chug a beer and then you accidentally end up with your face into Gucci's ass. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> help
3: things. Not at all. Yeah. We've all. We've all
1: been
2: there, haven't we? <laughs> yeah you know what i unfortunately can say i haven't
3: At <laughs> one day you know
2: so i you could know. only be so lucky
3: legend. <laughs> nelly. just keep that pink eye medicine handy <laughs> christ
1: uh all right matt is busy with nelly as always the third member of the bread club <laughs> <In> my
2: ass it's <laughs> been an absolute pleasure you're going to want to follow Alex on his Twitter at coglin 93 and on Instagram, something something deadlift.
3: Two very different names.
2: All those uh, crazy clips of him showing his unbelievable strength are on his social media. Uh, 2023, what does the Android hope to accomplish?
3: More. I just want to do more. I want to go to Japan more. Kick more ass. Lift more weight. I'm going to pick people up. I'm going to slam them down and hopefully get more than two.
2: What's your uh what's the max on the weight? What are you maxing at now?
3: Sky's the fucking limit. Number yeah, but if like scared. you go to
2: the gym today, like what are you what are you squatting?
3: Oh, I'll put up like five eighty five, about six. <laughs> I got that. Easy. Yeah. None <laughs> of that pussy half squat shit either. Competition depth hitting it's a half,
2: What's a half squat?
3: When people squat and bend their knees just a little bit. But that ain't a squat. You gotta go all the way down.
2: Like butt to the ground?
3: Ask the grass, baby.
2: Fuck that. I fall over in a heartbeat. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be on some fucking subreddit goof idiot at the gym thing. I'd smush myself with the
3: barbell. You'd uh, stand up and your body would spring up like an accordion, like a cartoon.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you, hey, any spring is good for me. I'm starting to get, you know,
3: old. Yeah, and, any fluidity in the spine at this point, I'll take, honestly. I'll a couple, hours, a
2: couple hours out in the cold, I feel like the Tin Man. <laughs> well, Alex, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, would love to get you back on the Bread Club anytime to talk. Gosh, hope I hope you him. have a great holiday with the family. I didn't Will know do. you were in New York. We could, we could be buddies.
3: Hey, I'm walking here. got my cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, I'm back in New York. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get, get that out of the way. What's
2: That's the big sure. uh, What's the big Alex Coglin holiday family tradition?
3: Chinese food. I get a fucking bunch of it. We're all gonna eat it. It's gonna be great. Looking forward
2: See, to it. I like that. It's just easy. I got exactly. Like,
3: just order some shit. Don't worry about slaving over the the stove in the kitchen all Christmas Day. Just order some General Tso's chicken and chicken and broccoli and have a good time.
2: Yeah, I got to worry about my fucking sister-in-law and what kind of weird vegan bullshit I got to eat at Christmas. Oh, exactly. Mess.
3: Exactly. Ugh. I'm sorry, man. It's not what Jesus would have wanted.
2: No, Jesus wants me to be fat and plump. No,
3: it's not what Android would have wanted. More importantly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't run on that vegan shit. My processors—they get all gunked up with the eggplant. <laughs> Got to have protein only.
2: I like. That. I'm going to use. It. I'm going to tell people I need protein only. Yeah. <laughs> See if it works for me. Yeah, you <laughs> can. Good luck, <laughs> <laughs> Alex. An absolute pleasure. Your shining wizard shirt is should be at your place of residence. By the way. Ooh.
3: Which one, the California one, or the yes, the California? Okay. Same, the address I'll to you check there. when I get back.
2: I threw good in some extra good goodies—some goodies. goodies, keychains and pens and
3: all sorts of knickknacks. I forgot uh,
2: I don't know any Japanese ichiban. Uh, Android ichiban. No, that's hey, perfect. Yeah,
3: hey, you nailed it. Yeah. The Japanese. <gasps> <laughs>
2: Alex, it's been an absolute pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Go it. to
3: holidays. Sounds good. Again, thanks for having me on. Always a fun time. See you, boys, later. Happy holidays. Thank Alex.
2: Thank you, Mr. Android. Finish that coffee.
1: I'll leave. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there we go. Oh, man, I love that dude. Absolutely. I, I didn't mean
2: to steal your first question.
1: Well Oh no, no, it's funny, man. Go figure. Like, literally, the first question I had written on my phone, and we great minds think alike. Eh? I got. Uh, it
2: was a. It was a classic uh, Android moment.
1: But hey, man, I'm we're by both big Android fans. Fucking love that dude. Um, yeah. You know, Put up a video the other week on Twitter of earlier in the year. He gave me a big old chop. Um, he showed me around he, the LA dojo and stuff. Um, the best dude uh, I know in the pro wrestling world. I don't know many. Um, he's not got much competition, but he's he's a fucking sweetheart.
2: You're so fucking making me want to vomit. I don't know many
1: people. Only knew if people only knew the conversations you were having. It's on. It's it's on Twitter. It wasn't in the DMs or anything. It, that that conversation is public.
2: That would, it, I saw the rest of the conversation, buddy. There's no rest. There's
1: no rest of the game? conversation. Fucking, you're
2: rubbing elbows with Jay White. You're hamming it up with the goat. I'm over here with fucking Nelly. Come on,
1: man. Hey, no, don't don't knock Nelly, man. She's good company.
2: Yeah, at nighttime when it's cold and she lays next to me in the bed.
1: Yeah, exactly, man. I'm not getting fucking Jay White ain't laying next to me in the bed. That'd be kind of bizarre. I don't know whether I'd be excited or creeped out. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. If Jay White wanted to lay next to me in a bed, I would 100% do it. <laughs> um,
2: nothing, No, nothing sexual. Just fucking, you know, two dudes just watching, like, uh, Kitchen Nightmares or something.
1: No homo, as they as the kids say.
2: Is that the kids still say that?
1: I don't know, man. I, I, I don't just... know either. I'm 41. Uh, I'm not hanging around. If I'm hanging around
2: the kids, the cops are getting
1: called I'm I'm, I'm, I'm 30 in a month and a month and change, man.
2: You're not even 30, dude.
1: Oh, my God. What am I
2: doing with my life?
1: You're doing the bread club. You're speaking to the Android. You're doing shit on the Shining Wizards podcast. That's what you're doing.
2: I know, but you're like a you're so young. You have so much life ahead of you. It's oh, my God.
1: Uh, yeah. Good well, for you. All the life shit is coming up. Um, But <laughs> to to steer fucking Matt back onto track, as I often have to do um Ooh, someone's got to we fucking we've done World tag league we've done super junior tag league we ragged on Karl lance and that was a good time um we got two shows left for 2022 man and that's it new japan done and dusted two two shows in korakuen hall um previews for the upcoming wrestle kingdom of course uh quite a lot of single matches show to umano is back on cards um but the talking point is of course the fact that it's going to be the, the last matches for suzuki-gun um I want to speak to you about something. We're both, okay. both very big Jay White fans. we oh yes. We love him a lot. Yep. The build to O'Connor versus Jay White has been dog shit. Yep. Absolutely dire. The man won the title, had all the momentum in the world, and it is now non-existent. Yep.
2: Yeah, it just look, it's I don't know if it's a I don't know why, right? Because New Japan usually does such a great job with the build and the stories that they're telling. And I just feel they've been in so many mixed tags. Uh, they were here in October. They did the Rumble on the 44th Street where they're in tag matches. Um, part of it is the excitement of of Jay White shit-talking Okada for months at a clip. And Okada never be able to getting his hands on him. But here we are in October. In the States, I'm seeing Jay White get beat up by Okada, right? And then we saw it at the the World Tag Leagues, they got their hands on each other. It just fe- it doesn't it Jay,
1: doesn't Jay White hasn't been in Japan. Yeah. He's you know, I don't, you know, begrudge him for not doing his final two shows of the year. It's very close to Christmas. Um, you know, he's got a, a home life and stuff. Um I don't begrudge him for, the, you know, the final show is the 23rd, so he ain't getting on a plane till the 24th, the time difference and stuff. He wants to enjoy Christmas at home, that's totally understandable. I, I would assume that's the case. But, you know, it's just that I don't want 100 preview tag matches, but we need something. There has just been nothing to get excited about with this match. The match will bang, it'll fuck, it'll be awesome. Yes. I think it runs the risk of it getting outshone by Osprey Omega straight before it. But, it's just the build has just been abysmal there there hasn't been a build that's the problem
2: yeah it's not and look man you're the you're the world champion i i get that you want to spend time with your family or whatever like if that's the reason but man you're the you are supposed to be the face of new japan like you need to be in japan for these matches um you know and who am i to fucking say what somebody needs to do too by the mm-hmm. way of course <laughs> But like, just a
1: couple of goofballs with a microphone.
2: Man, it's, it's, uh, and I think we both know that, like, I think we both think the outcome's Okada.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think that's in doubt. I, yeah, I just think maybe if it wasn't the Anoki Memorial, maybe, but the fact that it's for Anoki is just, it, it kind of seals the deal, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. And I think, um, and I think they've been fucking around on Twitter too. I think this might lead to Jay and Will. And I don't think we've really gotten, to see them go one-on-one
1: at this level? Yeah, I don't know if it would, but that does, I am kind of like, what does Jay White do after this is my big thing. How, you know, he loses the title. I don't, I think he, like I said before on here, he needs something to kind of sink his teeth into after that. He can't just start being in multi-man tags. He can't disappear to America for a long time. Challenging Osprey kind of makes sense. It's a It's a big match, but then if he loses that again, you know, I kind of like the idea of Ospreay holding on to this title for a long time to come. Yet, um, I think he's in a very difficult situation, JY, with this my mat- title match.
2: Yeah, the whole like, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of love JY, but there's a lot of loose ends, right? Mm-hmm. We never got to payoff when he showed up in Impact and went face to face with Kenny in 2021. Um, the the forbidden door four way was was super clunky, and then you find out Adam <laughs> Cole had like spaghetti brains, so that mm-hmm. that hurt. That like the the stuff he's doing online now. Mia Yim's part of the Bullet Club, according to Jay White. Uh, yeah, sure it's just fun. like
1: it's there's a lot of murky waters, dude. Do you know? Uh, have we spoken about Sasha Banks on this podcast yet? I don't on think this right club? I don't think we did. I don't How- think the news was out last time we got together. How have we not thought? The- How is this not on our list of topics to talk about? Huge. It's- I'm excited for that. That's fucking awesome. What about you? Yeah, no, that's look. There is. I, I don't think there's
2: anything more exciting in entertainment and sports when somebody bets on themselves. Oh. And I think that's what Sasha Banks is doing. And I think, I think she's got something to prove and I think she is fully capable of going out there and having bangers with the women of stardom. And from everything that I've been reading, is stardom, uh, or Bushiroad, is giving her a lot of money because they feel like it will translate into more eyes on their product, and I don't think they are wrong. I think the mention of Sasha Banks, I mean, you see it on social media. You know, As- ever since she walked out, it's been, it's, it's crazy.
1: As soon as the rumors started happening and it seems like it's all but confirmed, um, you know, I, again, looked at flights to Japan. You know, that's something that would get me on a plane to Japan to see Sasha Banks walk out in the Tokyo Dome to challenge the winner of Tam Nakano versus Kairi in all likelihood, Kairi. Um, it, it's huge. Like they could arguably not get a bigger women's star if they tried. Um, I think she, you know, Charlotte's shit. She can fuck off. Um, Becky Lynch and Bailey are great. But Sasha Banks has that mainstream appeal. She's in the Mandalorian on, you know, the Star Wars series. Um, she's done other little bits here and there and stuff. Um, but yeah, like I'm, it's just so cool. Like the, it's it's fun to be a New Japan fan to have all this buzz around for people to get excited about it after so much, you know, we we toughed out during the pandemic, and now we've got Kenny Omega at the Tokyo Dome, Aussie opening World Tag League, you know, Sasha Banks potentially turning up. It's it's a great time,
2: yeah. And even if we don't like, we feel like Carl Anderson's performance is subpar. Like it can't, it can't
1: all be in sunshines and rainbows.
2: But we're we're twenty twenty three, the first major show of the year under the New Japan banner is going to feature people from the WWE, AEW, and Sasha Banks. Right, FTR is defending their titles there. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega is going to be there. Carl Anderson is going to be there. Sasha Banks allegedly is going to be there. She just left. Like it's, it's something that I don't think. If if you said a year ago this is what is going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom seventeen, I would have told you you're a
1: loon. Oh yeah, no, especially because borders weren't even open back then, Japan. Oh Jesus Christ, as well. We're getting crowd noise at Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> obari done it the absolute (laughs) madman came through he rocked up to the government was like come at me bro i'll fucking rainmaker this shit (laughs) like they had like a legitimate thing didn't they where obari other presidents of wrestling and some wrestlers went to an official government meeting um and there's a translated article on the new japan website and obari was like define cheering because they're banning cheering and then they came back, and they was like, "Okay, it's sustained singing," because apparently at baseball it's quite a big thing. They'll have like sections that literally sing entire songs while someone's batting. Um, okay. or, or like you know, I went to a, a game in the Tokyo Dome like seven years ago, so I don't remember it well. But like dedicated fans, they'll travel to each uh, match. You know, they'll sing for long times. Um, so they've said, you know, that's as long as you don't do that, you can do, you can say, you know, you can sing "Kaze Nino the one bit. You can shout out for your favorite wrestler. You can chant. You just can't sing, Matt. And do you know who that fucks over, unsurprisingly? Who's who's the one wrestler that people sing during the, his entrance theme?
2: Uh Suzuki.
1: No. They can, you can do Suzuki, because that's just one. You can do that one. But during the entirety of one wrestler's entrance, they say his name over and over again throughout the entire entrance. It's been a long time since we they've been able to do it, but... They go Naito, Naito, for his entire entrance. They can't do that. That's singing. So the only fucker that suffers from this new regulation is Naito. Go figure. Everything's always against that man.
2: It's uh, yeah, it's uh, he's he's uh, he's catching a tough break here.
1: (laughs) You know. Oh, he's going to main event Wrestle Kingdom. Nope, you're getting relegated because of fan vote. Oh, you won the double titles. Oh, no, nope, there's a pandemic. Oh, you know, like Jesus Christ. Oh, you didn't want to unite the double titles. Too bad. Here comes Abushi. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, crowds can, crowds can cheer and make noise, but they can't sing your theme song, Naito. The poor guy is just everything is against him and he still achieved so much.
2: Uh, and he will, they found a way to put him on the Wrestle Kingdom card too.
1: Yeah, that's the point. Do you want to like run through the Wrestle Kingdom card and then we'll, we'll dive into it, the meat and bones of it in our next episode?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, it's, it came out uh, the day after, th- I think. The, the 15th? The, yeah, so well, Tag League was Wednesday, so whatever Thursday was. Yeah. It came so out uh,
2: Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom 17, we're back to one night. Uh, we have a couple of pre-show matches and then it is uh, 12, 12 all, all together um with the uh we're gonna see um the rumble on the pre-show
1: excited for that it's Are better you? than it's better than gornings and stuff i mean it's never to be fair it's usually quite disappointing but there's so many people that aren't on the card that now need a spot like your shingos your issues you know or Ozzy open gonna still be in japan jeff cobb um it could actually have lots of decent names in it whereas usually it's just you know here comes Jado, here comes Tenzan. <laughs> You know, he goes by folly It's not a lot to get excited about. Yeah, and uh, the uh, the 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 point of the ran, the Rando is
2: when we get down to the final four, they will have a match. I don't think that's it this year. I think it's just no, a I it's... Rambo. You, know, you sure?
1: Yeah, they haven't said oh, anything. I, 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 oh,
2: actually, uh, you know
1: what? They, I don't know. They've they've not officially powered rules for this one.
2: Is it? Um, I think the winner is the number one contender, or they're doing the four way after WrestleKing.
1: Uh, the thing is, the KOPW resets now. Like Shingo is KOPW twenty twenty two. He beat Taiji right. today. Um, uh, this the last two years. I am bringing on a, this year. Both the numbers, both the number of the entrants and the precise rules of the Rambo are to be announced at a later date, so we don't know yet. But it is called KOPW twenty twenty three qualifier New Japan Rambo. Um, okay, because I
2: know in the pay yeah, they've done the final four have been in that match
1: yeah and then they wrestled the next night um yeah I don't we don't know basically there's going to be a bunch of fucking people getting into the ring at the same time that's what we do know and then we have
2: our exhibition match with uh Oa and Bolton Bolton um, Oleg
1: yeah I'm excited for that dude has they they're, they're putting a lot of money on the table this guy and we'll yeah. we'll get into him next week
2: uh and then uh, the Antonio Anoki Minoc- uh, Antonio Anoki Memorial Six Man Tag Match Nagata. Kojima, Makabe against uh, Fujinami, Suzuki, and Tiger Mask. Um, Our IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles will be defended by Catch-22 against Leo and Yo. Leo. Uh, Carrie, Tom Nakano for the IWGP Women's Championship. Uh, FTR defends the IWGP Tag Titles against uh, Bishimon, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi. Zach Sabre Jr., Ren Narita, the finals for the NJPW World TV Championship. Carl Anderson against Tama Tonga for the Never Openweight title. Uh, K. G. Muto's last New Japan Pro Wrestling match, six-man action. Him, Tanahashi, and Shota, Shota Umino against LIJ, Naito, Sonata, Bushi. Uh, Four-way for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Ishimori, the champion against Despy, Hiromu, and Master Wado. Uh, Osprey Omega for the IWGP US Heavyweight title. And Jay White against Okada for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship.
1: It's going to be a long show. The pre-show starts at 6.30 a.m. for my UK guys, 1.30 p.m. for Matt over there. 1:8 1:8 yes, a.m. for Matt over there, even. Yeah,
2: p.m. would be beautiful,
1: but no. yeah, I know. Could you imagine that? Um, are you staying up, Matt? Is this the one show a year you're staying up for?
2: This is usually the well, I have to figure out the logistics, Kieran. because if we're going through a post-Wrestle Kingdom show, we'll just
1: charge through. I've got the day booked off for work, it's a Wednesday, so I had to book the off. Yeah, I gotta, we gotta, gotta, I gotta figure it out over here because I leave for vacation that Friday. Yeah, and then we got New Year's Dash on the Thursday and New Year's Dash. They're not announcing shit. Usually, right. the night begins and they're like, "Okay, here are your matches. You bought tickets. You didn't know who was going to be it. Instead, it's just people's music's going to hit, and they're going to walk out and they're going to wrestle. They're they're taking it an extra step this year or well, next year, twenty twenty three. I like it. I like it. But yeah,
2: usually I stay up for this one.
1: Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, I too will be staying up because it's six thirty a.m. So I will be. I'm just fucking with you. You'll be getting up.
2: up. Yeah. (laughs) Because you fucking blew my mind the other day when you were like, we're gonna talk to these people to preview Wrestle Kingdom, and this is what time this is, and I was like, Trying
1: to arrange me in the UK, Matt in New Jersey, right? Yes. Matt in New Jersey, me in the UK, and someone in Japan to all be able to come here at the same time. It fucking sucks for at least one person. Someone I, is getting put out. Someone's either staying up really late or getting up somewhat early.
2: I told you I'll bite the bullet and do the early man.
1: We'll 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 sort we we'll it out. But that's a, a, another little tease for next week. Everything goes according to plan. We'll have free guests for our Wrestle yes. Kingdom preview.
2: Yes, we will. So yeah, it's why you blew my mind the other day with that.
1: Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. So then, two time Sundays so is fine. Free.
2: So then. If someone's in Japan, they're fourteen hours ahead of me. Is that what I'm?
1: They're nine hours ahead of me, and I'm five hours ahead of you. So yeah, that sounds right. You're basically I'm... living in different times,
2: right? Like when we.
1: Five different days.
2: We're gonna we're gonna do our first interview for for next for the Wrestle Kingdom preview later today. So that person is is calling from the future.
1: That person is back home in a place. Should I say no? But okay, so they're they're not that, in Japan. That person's not in Japan. They're ah, uh-huh. they're back home. All right.
2: Okay. Cool. I thought we were going to do some real weird futuristic shit where we were talking. <laughs> no. If that from...
1: if that person was in Japan, it would be like five a.m. for them, and I I don't think I could ask a wrestler to do that.
2: No. 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 Not,
1: not for little old Break Club.
2: No. No. We. I will more than gladly wake up at like six a.m. to talk to. Right.
1: Well, we'll we'll try do the seven a.m. Maybe if I can see it, push and push this person a bit later.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. go out up, go on some porch. I'll we'll put the fan, the the fire on. I'll bring all my stuff outside so I don't wake anybody up.
1: Well, yes, uh, I'm I'm super excited for this Wrestle Kingdom preview. I'm even more excited for the show. Um, yeah. Fucking let me ask you this: been checking flights again. They've dropped the flights dropped, and really? then they went back up, and they were still yeah. too expensive. Anyway, oh, do you want to know a secret? Well, it's not a secret if you tell me. So yeah, I'm. am only telling you. That I'm only telling you. No one else. Okay. Should I get close? I, I, <laughs> I. pre-ordered the uh, IWGP heavyweight belt replica, and it cost me a fortune. Um, I want to say thank you to my beautiful fiance sat behind this wall for letting me, even though we have a wedding to pay for. Um, because yeah, it, it's bro, it's maxed out the credit card. Um, well, but yeah, so you, I'm excited you. for that to arrive. If your
2: guest list turns out the way it might, you know, those are <laughs> nice, you, patted,
1: buddy. Um, but I have to disappoint you now, Matt. Uh oh, why you get you have 20 characters to fill in the nameplate with whatever you want. You can put whatever you want on the nameplate of this replica title. Okay, do, do you know where this is going?
2: What are you gonna put on it?
1: Hiroshi Tanahashi.
2: Okay, Ooh. I'm not disappointed. Look. So, if you were like, I put a
1: Kieran, I'm like, come on. I didn't want to put my own name on it.
2: No, that didn't seem
1: nah. like it's geeky like, enough. I'm getting a replica belt. I, I, feel, I feel like getting my own name on it would be a step too far. I think it's a beautiful thing.
2: And uh, I can, res- i again, don't like the guy, don't like his hair, but I do respect his importance to the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I'm glad you bring him up because. This will be the first time in a long time that neither him or Naito
1: are in the main event or the semi-main event. I was about to say, is Tanahashi even on the fucking card? But of course, he's in the same match as he's Naito. Yeah, he's in the six. yeah, right. yeah, he's this in the is... Muto match. Um, yeah, shit. So what? So Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, fuck. I'm thinking back now. Wrestle Kingdom. Shit, man. You've got to go back to probably like Wrestle Kingdom three or four or five or something like that. Like. Let let's let's test let's test me out. Wrestle Kingdom sixteen double Osprey Okada Shingo Okada Wrestle Kingdom fifteen Naito Ibushi Ibushi J White Wrestle Kingdom fourteen Okada Ibushi Ibushi No Okada Ibushi Okada Naito Double Knights are really annoying. Thirteen Omega Tanahashi 12 Okada Naito eleven Omega Okada ten Okada Tanahashi nine Okada Tanahashi eight eight uh, Shinsuke Tanahashi for the IC title. Hold on, we getting there. You're fast. I'm hope I'm right so far. It is Shinsuke Tanahashi. Yes. IC title. Night. No, I was in the semi-main because that's the year he got downgraded. So what's seven? Seven. Psh, uh, seven's when it gets difficult. I want to say it's like Tanahashi. Go to the well. Go to the well. You oh, know is it Tanahashi it is. Okada? Yes, it is. Really? All that way back, man. Jesus, that was 10 years ago. Um, yeah. So Wrestle Kingdom 6 must be like Tanahashi Muto or Tanahashi Kojima. You're in the same ballpark. It's Tanahashi... Fuck, who's the main event in Wrestle Kingdoms against? Would you know this off the top of your head? Well, no, you're fucking out of your mind. Wrestle Kingdom 6. I don't know. You'll have to tell me. Tanahashi... Who's good enough, big enough? Murder main... Grandpa. Oh, yeah, shit. Tanahashi Suzuki main event, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so how is, is Tanahashi in the main account Wrestle Kingdom 5? Wrestle Kingdom 5. Yeah. Jesus, man. The guy is unbelievable, isn't he? Yeah, he's in the main event with the person named after the podcast. This up, the show? Kojima. Yeah. Shout out Kojima. Defending the uh, GHC tag titles on New Year's Day against Kenta and Kentaro Kenta back in a no-ring. Shinsuke Nakamura in a no-ring. Yeah. That's going to be a cool one. And it's New Year's Day, so I, I don't have work. So that's one that I'll tune into on Wrestle Universe.
2: Yeah, so Wrestle Kingdom 4 was uh, no, uh, no Tanahashi or Naito in the main event. The main What's event you... was
1: Nakamura and Takayama. Ah, uh, yeah, that was like for that. NWF title as well, or something. I think it was for more than one title. Am I wrong?
2: Uh, this just says IWGP heavyweight title. No, maybe that's Wikipedia,
1: though. I could be 100% wrong. No, I'm sure it's right. Um, but yeah, no, Tanahashi, man. But yeah, I'm going to get the dream would have been, I, I'm <laughs> and I'm not silly enough to get Shibata's name on it because he didn't win it. You know, if he did, that would be an easy decision.
2: Oh, he would main event at fucking Wrestle Kingdom 3,
1: too, Tanahashi. That's the Muto match, right? Yes. Yeah. That was like the passing of the torch, and then you get all these years later with Okada. He
2: was he main I'm evented sure. two as well. There's like
1: very little the dude didn't main event.
2: Two he, two, he main evented... Um, Nakamura? Yeah. yeah. And Kurt Angle, Yuji Nagata for the IWGP third belt was the co-main event.
1: Yeah, back when Brock Lesnar fucked everything up. Yeah,
2: and then Wrestle Kingdom won. He was he, was, he co-main evented
1: uh and you don't like this man i didn't say again
2: didn't say didn't respect him
1: yeah but you didn't say you like him either
2: not a big fan no (laughs) idea
1: well dude i don't know do we have do we have any more new japan to go through we don't have any more new japan to go
2: through but i did uh post this we do uh We do a a post show now on The Shining Wizard. So Mm -hmm. the show airs live Monday nights seven to nine. We decided we were done doing like marathon shows. Three hours seemed like a lot for someone to listen to. Yeah. We went back to our original format. And then after that, we do a YouTube exclusive show where we just talk about professional wrestling. So last Monday night when we did our post show, we got into the Sasha stuff and Carl Anderson, of course. But then I posed this question, right? With all these relationships being open with. With. Carl Anderson working Wrestle Kingdom and Nakamura working Noah. The idea of the Great Muta being in the Royal Rumble popped into my brain because it's the only he's never been in a WWE ring, and if this is his final farewell, and there's all this
1: uh, trading and working together, damn. I, I what, don't, like, I, they're letting Nakamura do it, so it makes sense. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And It's God. the,
2: all, it's the only place he's never wrestled,
1: right? Do you know what would suck is the fact that he would walk out and probably get no fucking reaction.
2: See, I don't think so, man. I think he would get a reaction.
1: There would... I, I don't know. I feel like WWE's audience skews quite young. There would certainly be people there, but I feel like there would be people of certain age that have their children that would be explaining to their kids, this dude is the fucking shit.
2: Yeah, but I think that like when I was at the AEW Grand Slam and he came out to save Sting, there were people in front of me that had no idea who he was. Right? But overall, the place went
1: nuts. Dude, you've just sold the Royal Rumble. You've just sold subscriptions to the WWE (laughs) networks, listeners, and they're going to be so pissed off if he doesn't debut. I want to half watch the Royal Rumble now.
2: Look, I'm just you. Just you think like if there's ever a spot and ever a time, it just makes sense, right?
1: It's it's totally logical. It makes so much sense. Like,
2: don't don't forget they use Liger on an NXT show to wrestle Tyler Breeze,
1: and it's and that was you know NXT Triple H. What's the common thing here? Triple H Shinsuke Nakamura suddenly wrestling in Noah. Triple H Carl Anson's wrestling in New Japan. Uh, They're mentioning Bullet Club on commentary. They're mentioning titles from Japan on commentary and shit. Um, goddamn that yeah i can totally see it happening i'm going to be disappointed if it doesn't happen now but it makes so much sense
2: yeah no i'm just you know why did you do
1: this to me matt (laughs) i don't want to watch wwe
2: you don't have to you just uh you keep an eye on the twitter and then if it happens i you find the clip and you watch it
1: yeah that's oh man uh
2: Because you could just run it back, like Nakamura comes out and he like eliminates a couple people, and he's just standing there. And then Muta comes out, and like they have oh, the history, oh, they yeah. can have their their moment. And then like whatever you want to fucking dust off Matt Bloom and let the giant Bernard run out, do that. Who cares? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. No, as well, like Muto's Muta's last match is the Yokohama show the day after the second Wrestle Kingdom seventeen. Whatever the fuck they're doing there. Oh, um, Twenty
2: first, right or whatever. Twenty second.
1: Yeah, wait. When's the World Rumble? Muta's last match might have happened by then. I think his last match is the Yokama Arena show. Muto's last match isn't for months. Keiji Muto could end enter. I don't, I don't think it would be as exciting as Muto making his entrance.
2: No,
0: definitely not.
1: January uh, 28th. Yeah, so um, I may have just thrown a spanner.
3: It's, in okay. There. it's okay.
1: Muto might. It weren't my plans. It was just, you know, a little, little conversation piece. But that's, that's fantasy booking at its finest. No, oh, thanks. I
2: try. <laughs> uh, before, before we wrap up this episode of the bread club they did um, they did give us the 2022 Tokyo Sports Awards yep uh, and that's always a fun thing to look at uh, mm-hmm. and Okada obviously um, continues to reign supreme there he won the, uh, the MVP um, and yep. he won the best bout uh, with his uh, G1 final against Osprey
1: yeah I think that's definitely the better of the two bouts um, I prefer that to their uh, Wrestle Kingdom match I, I think
2: yeah, no, I agree one hundred percent. Um, the best tag team I want to, no, you don't, you don't like Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb.
1: I love Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb. Should they be the best tag team? No. Who
2: you who you want? Aussie Open?
1: Uh, no, again, like they've shown up the last few months of the year. That's what I mean. Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb were great for six months. The last six months, they weren't a thing. It's it's hard the tag team because tag teams often <laughs> aren't a thing f- throughout the entire year. Um, but I know Melter. Um in a stardom were close to winning this because it's done by an actual board. Like you pick, this is your fifth place, fourth place pick, and they get points and stuff like that. Um, And apparently, yeah, the stardom tag team champs were close to beating out Great Okan and Jeff Cobb.
2: Okay. Um The most outstanding performance award went to Kento Miyahara in All Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. The Fighting Spirit Award went to Great Okan.
1: Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. That's just like, you know, for everything he's done inside and outside the ring. Um, he's changed the game. And he's he's a face for New Japan already. Like they they they're putting a lot of stuff on his back. The dude's got a book out as well. Like he, he's doing it all. Uh your technical award, technique award went to Al Lindemann. That's a cool one as well. Like it gets there's Limelight on Glee as well. Yeah. Obviously he, you know, completing best Super Juniors in the Super Junior Tag League. He is the Gleet G Rex champion. He's representing them as best he can.
2: Uh, your Women's Wrestling Grand Prize went to uh, Surrey
1: from Stardom. Suri, Sh- yeah, uh, she's been the champ for the whole year, man. Um, well, oh, touch wood, she faces Julia um right. in uh, in a little over it a days, week. Right? Yeah, Dream Queendom um, main event and that oh, I I think and so do most others uh, that this, this is Julia's crowning moment but we'll see. That's awesome. I like that Julia chick. Ah, uh, She's incredible man. She's so just effortlessly fucking cool.
2: The newcomer award went to Yuma on Onzai.
1: Yeah, Is all Japan.
2: Right? All Japan? Yeah. And then the professional wrestling grand prize honor award obviously went to the late uh, Antonio Inoki.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No no arguments there.
2: No, none whatsoever.
1: But yeah, we're uh, we're doing our year end awards at WrestleIn now. Uh, at WrestleIn I double N Um my number one vote for wrestler of the year was of course will osprey uh he is my pick for wrestler of the year um there's strong arguments for john moxley but i don't think john moxley he's just not as good as mox as osprey in the ring but they're two totally different wrestlers entirely different um yeah. i love john moxley um as much as john moxley loves bleeding for no reason um but yeah osprey for me there's everyone's fine for second place after osprey
2: that's fair uh, i I would be in the same boat as you.
1: Hundred percent. Okay. I'll spray your wrestler of the year. Um, who's your junior heavyweight year? <sighs> I would go with Despie.
2: I'm always going to go with uh, until, until st- I just Despie does. He can do so much.
1: It's just so difficult, isn't it? Because yeah, you say the the rest of the year, and you forget he's kind of quietly had an incredible year. Because lots of it happened earlier, right. the, o- the Okada match, unbelievable, New Japan Cup, incredible match versus Jin Kasai in a death match. He wrestles John Moxley in a little bit of a death match in yeah. the states. Um, yeah, he, he uh, just he had the the match, the tag match on
2: Forbidden Door.
1: Yeah, yeah, that it was, was a awesome, and like... Oh, but um, and there's definitely stuff I'm getting. Like he kicked. Did he kick off the year retaining against Hiromu in Wrestle Kingdom? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, which right. was a big thing because obviously he just he wasn't ever beating Hiromu in the matches that counted, lost in the best of super juniors and stuff, made best of the super juniors final again this year, but lost to Hiromu stupidly. Um, but yeah, no, he he would be my junior of the year, Desperado. Um, what other categories are there? What's your show of the year? <sighs> Event of the year.
2: That's a great question.
1: Um... Think back to like. The one with my bullet club just took over and jay won the title was that dominion that yes. just felt like
2: because we, we were
1: doing this show when- yeah we had just recently started um you know jay white came back carl anderson a surprise i might have been that wasn't the return of Juice robinson that happened before um yeah it just seemed like a great spark at the time it's just unfortunately it never got to those highs again after jay white but obviously forbidden door um Historic crossover was is probably my pick for show of the year.
2: Oh boy, let's see. We
0: I pulled up. A, I we pulled up
2: have... uh, just just to see if I Dominion was the Dominion was uh Okada J White yeah Osprey Sonata the IWGP title yeah, that was Carl great. beat Tomatonga which I hated uh, Tanahashi Goto for the oh yeah the number one contender. Yeah. Thing. Uh, United Empire won back the tight titles. They beat Balak Fale, Chase Owens. Oh, that that Yano Doc
1: Allo's match on it. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe not the Shida Um, <laughs> but yeah, historic crossover is probably a contender for Shida year for sure. But maybe you know we're still fresh, we're still new. We, we maybe do a properly award ceremony next year for uh, the Bread Club. Oh, that would be winners, fun. The winners all get a slice of bread. No, let's give him a whole loaf. A whole loaf? Damn. Yeah. You you're you're a baller over there. You got the budget.
2: Dude, well, how much does bread cost in England? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> you're genuinely you're genuinely concerned. <laughs> you just pre-ordered a fucking replica belt and you're telling me I got I'm the baller because I'm buying a couple of loaves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your face was so concerned that there was a real serious issue with British people getting bread over here.
2: I don't know what's going on. The world yeah. is a crazy place, dude. Inflation is real. Stand all day in line for some bread and water. I feel so bad for
1: you. Inflation is too fucking real. Um, but yeah, Bread Club, New Japan, we're gonna be back. Wrestle Kingdom preview. I've said it before, I'm gonna say it again because so I'm so excited. Um, we done lo- it. it's
2: gonna be a loaded, loaded show. We have so many great guests lined up. If you're not, Subscribe, You go over to fightfuloverbooked.com, fightful.com, Fightful Overbooked on YouTube. You hit that little subscribe button, then you hit that little notification button, uh, and the bread comes at you almost every two weeks. Um, obviously, the Wrestle Kingdom 17 preview is going to be before Wrestle Kingdom. We're going to try and get it out before the uh, new year. So definitely, if you are looking for your Wrestle Kingdom 17 fix in the preview, me. And Kieran. Kieran's the expert. He just fucking named all the main events from all the Wrestle Kingdoms from 17 back to 5. So I'm just this, the maniac that shows up and I know how to do this. It stuff. would
1: it would be boring without you, Matt. It would, <laughs> it would not be fun. It would be facts and figures and boring, boring shit. Well, I'm glad I am some kind of entertainer.
2: <laughs>
1: to some degree. You're the sports entertainer of this duo.
2: Dude, come on. That's like the worst thing you can say. Sports <laughs> entertainer. Um, okay. Can I just be like the entertainer, like the Billy Joel song? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. You can be like Chris Jericho. You just what reinvent yourself.
2: No, Chris Jericho's a sports entertainer. Stop calling me a sports entertainer. Okay,
1: okay. You can be like Roman Reigns. <sighs> <laughs> I don't want to be the big dog. You can be like Toriyana.
2: I'm okay with that. Buy this D V D. Buy this D V D.
1: Um, what is uh
2: what is uh what are your big holiday plans, Kieran? Do you have like uh holiday traditions?
1: Uh I have zero holiday traditions. Hey, how um, did you
2: do with uh France beating your soccer team last time we talked? It was a little fuck you, man.
1: I'm to fucking bring that up, man. This was a good time.
0: I'm not trying, um, I'm just saying I'm I i do not know. Joking. Look. I don't oh, give a was...
2: shit, right? The fucking okay. World Cup was yesterday morning. People were losing their shit here. Because it was like an incredible fucking
1: match, man. I don't care work. if you like football full or not. Work. Full fucking work. Unbelievable. Congratulations to Argentina, man. Fucking Messi. Greatest of all time. Fucking unbelievable. Um, But yeah, no. Obviously, like I was watching the England-France game live. We missed the penalty. Um, Harry Kane fucking skied a penalty and um, putting it misses to put it nicely. Um. But yeah it was a horrible way to be knocked out of the cup um but you know watching that final last night whew, you know as a as a neutral it's fun because you you've not got a horse in the race of course um but even so i'm still screaming at my tv like when mbappe is fucking on the ball um just rinsing players in like the final minutes of fucking extra time um can't believe he got gets a hat trick and still doesn't win the World Cup, the poor fucker. Um, but he's like 23. He's got all the potential in the world. Once Messi, once Messi hangs up his boost, he'll be the new best in the world. It's all work, dude.
2: It's not a work, man. It, it is, man. It,
1: it, it felt like a work. It, like the fact that Messi scored six, so late, six goals in the World Cup finals. That's like Bro, that's apparently that's a problem with why not you not to be uh stereotyping it, no, but you Americans. Americans apparently have an issue with football because it's such low scoring because often a game might finish nil nil or finish one one or it might finish one nil like you don't often get many goals whereas NFL you know it's fucking I saw something about the Vikings came back and like won like 38 to 36 or something oh yeah I, I know fuck all about NFL I've been to a couple of games at Wembley Stadium um fucking took it all took so long to finish and I think I left early um Baseball, I, I love Baseball's fine. Baseball a good time. Right. Um, but yeah, apparently that's a genuine thing why I like Americans aren't that big into football or soccer because it's such a low scoring sport.
2: It is. I can't speak. I can't. I'm not going to speak for a nation. I'm sorry.
1: This is your duty.
2: You, you do not it's want your to, duty. You do not want <laughs> me to be this American spokesperson <laughs> of soccer the guy who fucking asks every interviewer on their Shining Wizards podcast when the last time they shit their pants and you
1: want me to go to bat and be like, this is why we don't like soccer. <laughs> well, you didn't ask Alex. Um, You missed, missed it. I know you probably, you've definitely asked him on Wizards podcast, I'm sure. Um, well, so you know, you're a proper gentleman. Can, I'm not looking to... People can go back and listen to that. No, but it's good because I ask the wrestling questions, the smart one, and then you're just like... When's the last time you shoot your pants, bro? Come on, tell me. What's going on, bro? Oh, you well, shoot fans, your pants, huh? You asked
2: the, ask the wrestling questions, the smart one. Now we're labeling ourselves. <laughs> this one, the bread club is... This lucky number 13?
1: You're, you're yeah, it's game, game over. You're the fun one, man. You know this. You're fun. We have fun. We have fun because you are fun.
2: Yeah, but it's like a dance. I can't do it by myself.
1: Yeah, I think you'd do a good job. That'd be quite entertaining. I might just not turn up one week. That would upset me. <laughs> no, we're here. We're we're not going away anywhere. Um, so anyway, what well, before I, I you know, we went never...
2: down this this football road. What's uh, any big holiday traditions for you?
1: Nah, nothing really. Um, just you know, see the family, see the parents, um, see the in laws and stuff. Yeah, no, nothing special. Quiet Christmas this year because obviously we're saving for the wedding, so uh, nothing special. At all. but you know, I know for you guys, you have Thanksgiving like a couple of weeks ago, and then whoa, it's Christmas and it's happening all over again.
2: Yeah, that's how we roll. It's good. It's a good time. You Boston. get all your, you see your family in like a, twice in a month, and you're good for the rest of the year.
1: <laughs> that's a good way. Knock it all out. Actually, that's smart. I don't. know. Yeah, we don't. We don't have Thanksgiving. We don't have that luxury.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's nice. Thanksgiving is nice. I like Thanksgiving. Christmas is my favorite.
1: What's going on for Christmas in the uh, the Matt household then?
2: Um we're just going to see, see it was supposed to be a very low key day but then last minute last minute changes so i'll be driving all over new jersey not what i wanted to do wanted to go see my family in the morning and then come home because there is american football on and my football team will be playing on christmas
1: they play on christmas day
2: this year because christmas falls on a sunday
1: that fu- that's absurd
2: why the NBA plays every year on Christmas.
1: Really? Every year. It's a full slate of games. That's crazy. That's like, it's no, like we play on Boxing Day. The 26th is a big football day in the UK. Um, And so the team, it does mean the teams have to go training on Christmas Day. But they tend to do an early training. They finish. And then, you know, they're home for when the kids wake up and stuff. You know, they they do a shorter training session because it's Christmas. What's going on? Let, 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 let your professional athletes enjoy Christmas, Matt. Hold on. Don't look the wrestling business. You're, you're the spokesperson.
2: We've discussed this. What's going on? There's a lot of money to be made on Christmas, Kieran. Great gift. You want to you? You got to You got a uh, couple kids that wake up Christmas morning. They're big fans of whatever football team you live in the city of. Let's go to the football games. Look, yeah. they used to do wrestling on, on fucking Christmas, okay? big. It was a big deal.
1: Yeah, and wrestling is like the carniest fucking thing in the world, so...
2: I don't know what to tell you. These guys get paid <laughs> fucking millions of dollars. I, I yeah. don't, yeah, don't no, think a good point. kids opening a fucking PlayStation 5 and daddy's in Dallas getting ready to play football. I think he gives a shit, all right? He's yeah. like, I got a PlayStation 5, my fucking bazillion dollar mansion I live in. Daddy will be home later. Who cares?
1: Meanwhile, Matt's driving across New Jersey.
2: That's it. Going to a
1: fucking vegan dinner.
2: <laughs> Gross. Get out of here. I just want to watch the fucking dolphins in my pajamas.
1: Like that's the only time you guys like have a roast dinner, right? We do you know what a roast dinner is? Like a pot roast? No, it's so funny that you guys don't have roasts. It's no, like it's a steak so for the UK. Your Thanksgiving dinner is like meat, potatoes, vegetables, gravy. Am I missing anything? Ro- like a Sunday roast? Yeah. That's what your yeah. Thanksgiving dinner is, basically, it's, right?
2: Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving. Now Thanksgiving is that when? That's when you do your turkey, your mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. green bean casserole, mm-hmm. macaroni and cheese, okay, cranberry, no, whatever. On Very
1: level. far off field.
2: Christmas is Christmas. I, look, you can go the Alex Coglin route. You can do Chinese food because in a, in uh, the 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 Jewish people don't celebrate Christmas. Right, they celebrate Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to anyone out there, because Hanukkah just started. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you celebrate, but they so the Jewish people don't celebrate Christmas. So, so to them, it's like another day. So, like that's why a lot yeah, of, of course. the yeah. movies are open and the Chinese mm-hmm. food places are all open. Um, but yeah, Christmas we don't go big on like it's not like oh let's make a turkey on Christmas. It's just
1: Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, no, we're turkey Christmas. But like you said, Sunday roast. This that's is a tradition cool. that every Sunday. Sunday in the UK, lots of people without fail will have a roast dinner every Sunday. So like kind of what you're you've said for Thanksgiving every right. single Sunday. So do you do you have a roast every guess, Sunday? If I could, I would. It's quite a long meal. Like you said, how many things did you list off and you didn't get through all of it? There's lots of little pieces to it, right? Like awesome. you got the meat, poor meat potatoes, how many veg? You got stuff in, you got, you know, yeah. everything. Um God bless
2: my wife. She cooked all that shit on Thanksgiving.
1: Exactly, same to my fiance. Um, and she's not big on a roast, but she does it on occasion. Um, and Matt has just seen the ghost of Christmas pass. Nah,
2: Speaking, she, speak she shall appear.
1: <laughs> um, I think we should wrap things up so we're ready for our, our Wrestle Kingdom preview. But you know, that's Kieran. That's Hi,
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, do, do we do the Chinese food. I got an in for Christmas. Uh,
1: uh, you're sorted. <laughs> that made the most perfect sound holy shit that needs to be clipped <laughs> <laughs> wow
2: i can go back i can clip that we can have a i, I do the oh, soundboard we can i can load up a sound that
1: board. would be oh. the perfect soundboard do a um, soundboard uh um, but yeah let's wrap up plugs kieran r h93 on wrestle uh on twitter um apparently Elon musk is gonna be leaving because he fucked up his own vote um at Nine 93 on Twitter. At WrestleIn on Twitter. Wrestling.com. Uh, New fan Podcast. Yada, yada, yada. You know where to find me.
2: Yada, yada. This guy's big time. Yada, yada, yadas. Well, I am uh, part of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. At Wizards Podcast on social media. Every Monday night, the show is live. 7 p.m. on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. You can watch along live. Uh, YouTube and Twitch have the chat where we, you know, you can... Uh, interact with us and, and we read the comments so we have a good time. Um, we got our Christmas show coming up. We got all all sorts of great stuff. It's our 12th year as a podcast. Oh, excuse me. So we, uh, yeah, we're just trying to be better. More gooder.
1: You'll be hard pushed to find a more fun podcast and one that asks the hard-hitting questions such as have you eaten horse meat yet and when was the last time you shit your pants?
2: Yeah, I mean, among other things, you know, it's not. uh
1: That's it. It's literally they 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 rock up. You ask those two questions, and then the wrestler leaves. It's bizarre. Uh, like you, you had Kenny Omega once upon some time. You know, Lance Archer, and you ju- you could have asked him anything in the world, and you just asked those two questions.
2: You know what? Didn't ask Kenny Omega when the last. Uh, there's a funny story behind the Kenny Omega interview. We were, were one. We used to have a fourth wizard. This will be a very quick story. We used to have a fourth wizard. And he was working with a local promotion here in New Jersey. And that promoter was is is best friends with Kenny Omega. They spent time together in Deep South. Like, mm-hmm. so he brought him in for a seminar and we were like, we should get Kenny Omega on the show. And then the fourth wizard was like, it's all set up. And I was like, okay. So we promoted it for like a week. And finally, Kenny Omega reached out and was like, hey, guys, I don't know I don't know who you like talk to, but nobody talked to me about this. So I, I think you've been had. And I was like, and I oh, was shit. like, well, we went through this channel mm-hmm. and he was like a nice dude. He was like, I'll make it happen. And I felt, I was so fucking mad at that fourth wizard for not like, cause it, I, if, I felt it made us look like a jerk off. Like I oh, thought cool. it was like, and because I didn't do it, cause I'm usually the one, that books all the guests, but Kenny was great. He did the interview, he was fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's the long of the short. Of the and, that, and that and was pre, funny. I think we were still coming into ourselves, like, oh. I don't think we were where we are now. So, I did not ask him when the last time he shit his pants was, or if he's even ever eaten horse meat. But I can always tweet that at them at him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I'm sure he'll be dying to answer, but uh, yeah, another good guy, Kenny Omega Story, you know, like. He's, he, 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 he's awesome. He, he is the best. The people who have stupid things to say about him are stupid people themselves. But yeah, bread club. Don't be,
2: don't be stupid. Remember, FightfulOverbooked.com
1: Fightful.com
2: dot What an asshole. Um, yeah. Uh, What are we doing? The horns, horns up. United Empire. My autograph should be showing up soon.
1: Oh, hell yeah. You ordered the poster, didn't you? Yes, because
2: yeah. he was very like in the description. He was like, we put it in like a hard envelope and we cover mm-hmm. it and we make sure it's good and with the do not bend. So I was like, I'm doing this. Hell yeah. I wanted to want to show up any day. Remember, subscribe to FightfulOverbook.com Fightful.com on the YouTube. Leave a comment on the YouTube page. Me and Kieran are checking it all the time. We'd love to shout out the people that support us. Um, we'll be back in less than two weeks because we're going to give you a great Wrestle Kingdom 17 preview. Uh, Until then, you're going to follow Kieran on the social media at KieranRH93 at WrestleIn. You're going to follow the Wizards Podcast on Twitter at Wizards Podcast. And, of course, Fightful at Fightful on the Twitter machine. We will be back in less than a week. Best time of the year. It's Christmas. It's Hanukkah. It's Kwanzaa. It's Boxing Day. It's Wrestle Kingdom time. So we're going to have a joyous celebration. And we want you to join us for Wrestle Kingdom 17. We'll see you. uh, oh goodbye and good night how is that
1: osprey's gonna win but bang!
2: yeah osprey is gonna win i think so all right let me stop this oh thanks for listening look at these fun graphics i would love to just get kojima on the show to eat some bread (laughs) two hours of kojima eating bread